Hey, everybody. This is Heidi St. John. Welcome to the podcast. Today is episode number 630. But more than that, today is the 4th of July. So I hope you guys are getting ready to have a good time. I've got some fun facts for you because you guys know me. I'm a patriot. I love this country and I also like hot dogs. So we're going to talk about the 4th of July and the new study at MomStrong International. Stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. All right, so you guys have been, uh, you know, you know, I told me I, I, I told you guys I wanted to take up my carpet, and so we started taking things off of the floor because if you decide you're going to remove the 20 year old matted, gross, stained carpet, then you have to move it. Basically, you have to move out of your house. So I started removing things, and in true Heidi St. John fashion, I was like, I don't want this anymore. So I started taking loads of stuff to the Goodwill and started getting rid of stuff, you know, bunch of stuff that's, where does all this stuff come from? I don't even know. And so uh, then, you know, we get the house sort of, I mean, actually my house looks like a bomb blew up in it right now. I'm not going to lie. But the, but I started looking around. I'm like, dude, the carpet's coming out. We should paint the walls because the walls haven't been painted and they, you know, fingerprints and, and uh, everything else under the sun. And at one point, uh, we decided, all right, we're going to go ahead and paint also. So I'm in like the third level of house renovating hell over here. <laughs> and I actually, it's like I made a clean spot and now I have to fix it. You guys know what I'm talking about? So anyway, I do feel better because uh, at least I, I'm home and I am doing what I wanted to do, uh, which was um, feel like I live here. So yeah, so that's what's going on over here. I'm going to spend the 4th of July with my sister at her house because nobody can really even get into my house right now. Uh, that's how bad it is. So hopefully my neighbors will forgive me as soon as I clear out my driveway and things will get better. Um, I thought it'd be really fun today since it is the 4th of July to give you guys a couple of fun facts about uh, the United States. Contrary to popular belief, I don't know if you guys knew this, but only two of the founding fathers signed the Declaration of Independence on July 4th. The majority of the signers penned their signatures on August 2nd, 1776. So I don't know about you, but I was like, dude, we should try We should totally do this again <laughs> on August 2nd. We could party again. And the holiday doesn't celebrate the signing of the declaration uh, because it wasn't signed uh, entirely. What it's doing is it's celebrating the adoption of the Declaration of Independence by the Second Continental Congress. And in a now famous letter to his wife, Abigail, dated July 3rd, 1776, John Adams made a prediction that the second day of July would be celebrated as American Independence Day because the Congress had actually voted to sever ties with Great Britain the day before. Now, I know a bunch of you are listening uh, to uh, to this in uh, Great Britain, and we love you. Uh, we love you, and you know we do, and you guys know I'm going to post all my funny pictures about uh, our relationship with you on Instagram. <laughs> today. So stick around for that. Uh, I love that. I love the one that I think my friend Caroline sent me and it said, happy Independence Day, ungrateful uh, colonials. <laughs> that might be, that might be my favorite. So anyway, uh, I love the 4th of July. I hope you guys are getting ready to have a good time with your families and I hope you're going to take a break. Uh, I was reading that over 150 million hot dogs are consumed in the United States on the 4th of July. Just let that sink in, right? 190 million pounds of beef are being brought in in preparation to celebrate. Isn't that crazy? And almost 65% of us plan to have a barbecue or a picnic. I am going to be among those 65%. 
So I'm not so much into the the fireworks. I think that's more of a guy thing. My husband loves the fireworks. I always feel like, look at that. There goes my money just literally exploding into the sky. <laughs> so I'd rather watch somebody else's uh, somebody else's Fourth of July fireworks. But occasionally uh, we go ahead and get them uh, for our kids too. So anyway, I hope you guys have a really wonderful day today. Our country uh, is an incredible place uh, to be. We have been blessed beyond belief uh, to live here, and I know. The country seems very polarized right now, and I know we're having a hard time, but I'll tell you what, it is a privilege to live here, and it has been my prayer for quite some time now that uh, that there would be um, a reconciliation that happens uh, in our nation, that we would come together, that we would talk about the things that actually bring us together instead of the things that are dividing us. Uh, our nation is a, in an incredible place where people have freedom freedom to worship the Lord. We have freedom to homeschool our children. There are lots of places around the world where they do not have that uh, that independence, and we have it. And so I hope you guys are, are uh, just grateful to the Lord. I hope you're sharing the history of our great nation with your children and uh, teaching them. I mean, every time they unfurl that flag and sing that song, I'm always crying. So I am a patriotic mess on the 4th of July, and I'm going to fix it with a hot dog. <laughs> so there you go. We are starting right now the first uh, week of Mom Strong International for our brand new study. Uh, is that really in the Bible? And I'm excited about this study because uh, it's going to address a lot of the questions that come into me here at the podcast. And one of the reasons why we decided to go, and we may actually extend this into August. Uh, one of the reasons why we want to do that is because there are so many misconceptions about the Bible. We take verses out of context all the time. I think some of them you guys are going to be surprised about. Uh, but you can understand the Bible. You don't need to go to Bible college to understand God's Word. The Bible is made up of 66 different books, and they are all beautifully woven together to create an epic story. It's a story of God's love and His plan for mankind. And every biblical author wrote from a different cultural perspective. So in order to try to understand what the Bible is saying, we need to understand where the biblical author is coming from and see not just one verse, but an overall overarching view of an entire passage. In other words, we're gonna, and we're going to talk a little bit about uh, why, when people say, um, don't judge, why it's typically taken out of context. Because the Bible is not a simple book. It's a divine communication with humanity, which uses human authors to do the communicating. This part of understanding the Bible uh, is, t- is called what we call context. For the Christian, a right understanding of God's word should be uh, really important to us. Knowing the proper context of a passage helps us to rightly divide the word of truth while studying God's word teaches us how to live and assures us of our salvation. So the passage that we're going to be looking at, well, there's a couple of them uh, today. I'm not going to go too in, in depth too much because I want you guys to really study with me over at MomStrong International. By the way, if you haven't done that yet, uh, the scripture writing challenge is up. We we're talking about, uh, is that really in the Bible? We're going to be doing that all month for the month of July. And we are almost, we are coming up on 7,700 members of you uh, now over at MomStrong International and a whole bunch of you doing the Bible study with us. Um, we really want to see that continue to grow. You can apply to be a leader with MomStrong International, and that gets you access to leadership materials, starting with the leadership materials for my book, Becoming MomStrong, and the Becoming MomStrong Bible Study. But the idea behind what we're doing on Wednesdays at the podcast is to get you to go a little bit deeper into the Word of God. And I think you guys are going to be encouraged as you realize 
uh, how powerful God's word is. It really is powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword. The Bible says it's able to cut through all of the junk that we are constantly under like, just a barrage of in the culture right now, right? And we don't have to be afraid because we have the word of God with us. So I want to just encourage you toward that uh, that study of God's word. There's a letter that I got just recently from a mom who's listening to the podcast, and I wanted to read it to you because it encouraged me, and I hope it encourages you. She said, Heidi, I listen to your podcast weekly and participate in MomStrong International's Bible study daily. Since reading MomStrong last November, you have inspired me to live the life and be the mom that God wants me to be. Not perfectly, but I'm trying, right? That's what we're all doing. Um, it's because of your no-nonsense, no-excuses approach that I now wake up at 5.30 every morning for alone time in prayer and Bible study. I've been doing so since reading your book, and although I've been a Christian all my life, your light has touched my heart and reawakened my desire to follow Jesus, pointed me back to the Bible. I'm so thankful for your encouragement. I just wanted to say thank you for all you've done. Wow, this just this encourages me so much because uh, I believe um, what Michelle is saying in her um, in her email. I believe it's true. Uh, Billy Graham said that when one man takes a stand, the spines of others are stiffened. And I, the reason why I want you guys to register for and study the Bible with me at Mom Stronger National is because I believe it will make you. A, I know it will make you a stronger mother. It will make you a stronger mother. It will strengthen your marriage. It will strengthen your family. It will strengthen your impact in the culture. It will allow you to have a witness to people around you. And if you're going to do that, you really need to understand context. Context is so important in the Bible. And that's kind of what we're talking about at the study. And if if you haven't uh, signed up, you can download it. We've changed the format. So I'm going to, I really want to hear your feedback. Uh, to an eight and a half by 11. So we went away from the booklet format, which I really liked, to a more printer-friendly uh, format. But you can join me uh, just by going to momstronginternational.com and signing up. When you sign up, you can get access to the free scripture writing, and then you can opt to subscribe to the monthly Bible studies. And can I just encourage you one more time? That subscription is actually what's uh, funding this podcast. It's what helps me keep it on the air. It's what helps us keep from having to have advertisements on the podcast. And which allows me to continue to keep it short. And so it's a great way for you to do two things. You can support Mom Strong International and you can also uh, study the Word of God with us. So um, I want to just encourage you to do that. I really love getting your letters. So thanks, Michelle, for sending that letter. Um, I think it's important too that you understand what I mean by context. So because when we talk about do not judge, uh, you got we're taking a verse in context. And context basically means the circumstances that form the setting for a statement or an idea or even an event uh, so that it can be fully understood and assessed. For example, um, the decision was taken within the context of planned cuts in spending. So in other words, we don't make a decision about spending money until we look at the full picture of, at the at the full uh, budget, right? And the Bible is the same way. So you got to remember that the Bible was written in paragraphs, not verses. The verses divisions were added about 1500 years after the Bible was completed. And the verse annotations help us to find particular passages and teachings, and it's dangerous to lift them out of context. And I see it happening all the time, all the time. Uh, the Bible, uh, I, I guess I'm going to ask you, you know, the verse that comes to your mind when you think of a verse is often taken out of context. Typically, people will say, judge not. And if that's what you're saying, you're not alone. This is probably the most misunderstood phrase in all of Scripture. Why? Because it's been taken out of context so often. So here's the verse that we're referring to, Matthew 7, verses 1 to 2. Do not judge so that you will not be judged. 
since you will be judged in the same in the same judgment that you make and you will be measured by the same standard you apply. Well, it sounds simple, right? Uh, upon you know, at face value, we just go, well, don't judge people. But remember, the Holy Spirit is the author of the Bible, and He is the one who's teaching us as we read it. I have kind of taken lately to listening to my Bible um, in the YouVersion app. You guys heard me say that I took Facebook off my phone. Can I just, uh, big shout out and hallelujah. Um, I I have missed, there have been several times I've missed it, mostly when I was sitting in the emergency room with my son last night. <laughs> and I was, you know, sitting there with my phone going, great, now I got nothing to do. Uh, but I'll tell you what, taking that thing off my phone is uh, revitalizing the way I do mourning again. And so uh, I've been listening to you versions, uh, Bible in a Year, and I've just been so encouraged because as we listen to the Word and as we study the Word and as I write these Bible studies for you, we're learning literally from the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the author of the Bible, and He's the one who teaches us as we read it. And the Spirit would never lead us to use any of His teaching in a way that's contrary to His heart or to His will. So in other words, God's not going to lead you to study the Bible in a way that conflicts with the original meaning of the Bible. You guys have heard me say this before. I learned this from K. Arthur years ago. We want to we want to let the Bible interpret the Bible, right? And so uh, we see scenarios like this all the time. You know, you'll you'll hear somebody say, "Yeah, she's sleeping with her boyfriend," but who am I to judge? I mean, we're all sinners, right? Jesus said, "Judge not, lest you be judged." Well, when we use the verse like this, what we're really saying is that we don't have the authority to judge sin when we see it, but it's not true. If you stop reading after the first verse, this passage of Matthew can easily be misunderstood. But to understand it correctly, you've got to read closely the surrounding sections of the verse. So the key to this particular verse uh, in Matthew 7 is just to keep reading because Jesus follows his warning against judgment with an explanation. He says, we're all going to be judged by the same measure that we used. He wasn't asking us to refrain from judging. He was teaching us to apply judgment without hypocrisy. In other words, he's saying, judge at your own risk. Don't go up to somebody who's, who is uh, who you see in sin. And if you're in sin yourself and have unrepentant sin in your heart, don't you dare go uh, trying to pull the splinter out of your brother's eye if you got a plank in your own. And that's really what he's saying. He's saying we don't have any business applying a standard to somebody else that we won't apply to ourselves. And Jesus takes judgment seriously. He wants us to live righteous lives so that we can make wise and good judgment. Uh, it's interesting to me to note, and I've said this to many people as they've uh, written to me about this over at the podcast, that uh, that God's view of judgment is serious, and we should take it seriously also. But it doesn't mean that we are not called to um, exercise wise and good judgment. We do that every day in this country, right? We do it through the court systems. We do it through uh, the Supreme Court, which, oh my goodness, there's an opening on the Supreme Court, you guys. I don't know about you, but I am just praying my heart out about that. We need wise and good judges uh, in this nation. Uh, the Bible says that when the people are under the rule of the wicked, they groan. And we want good people who can uh, who can use and exercise wise judgment. Typically, when I hear somebody say "Don't judge," what they're really saying is "Don't judge me." That's what they're saying. They there there's a sin that that's in their life that they don't want exposed, or they don't want anyone to talk about it. 
And so we throw out the whole uh, don't judge thing. It happens all the time. And so for the next few weeks, we're going to continue to study. And if you go over to MomStrong International, you'll see that we have, I have a whole bunch more passages that I want you to look up about uh, judging. And I want you to write out Second Timothy. And I'm going to ask you, you know, what do you think the Apostle Paul was asking Timothy? Um, he was saying, uh, he well, basically, he wants us to rightly divide the word of truth. So what does that mean? It is the responsibility of every believer uh, to do that. And so for the next few weeks, we're going to continue to study some of the most commonly misused and misquoted verses in the Bible, as well as discover some ways to study God's word so that you can be equipped to use it correctly. Also over at uh, MomStrong International, if you download the study and subscribe, you will be, uh, you'll have access to what we call KidStrong. And we're going to be teaching you how to teach your children how to rightly divide the word of truth. And in fact, we have three steps this time, really easy, simple steps for you parents to um, rightly divide God's word of uh, truth to your children and to teach your children um, how to be discerning as they learn the word. And it's they're never too young uh, to start that. There is power, men and women, in the Word of God. And I just want to encourage you to study it with me. Go over to momstronginternational.com, sign up to be a member. You can sign up to be a leader, and uh, we'll work more directly with you, particularly uh, in the fall. We're getting ready to make an announcement about the MomStrong conferences that are coming up in the late fall of 2018 and also into 2019. And uh, I hope you guys will come. We're going to give them to you early so that you can plan to bring your friends, bring your Bible. I'm telling you what's going to be a day that will change your life. We've changed the format of the of the MomStrong Conference to just a one day because I know so many of you guys are busy and you can't, uh, and you don't want to come and get a hotel or whatever. So also it's easier on my family because I have to travel from Portland, Oregon. Uh, anywhere I go takes me forever. <laughs> so We've changed it to a one-day format, and I think you guys are going to love it. I promise you, it's a day that's going to change your life. You can find the schedule right now at HeidiStJohn.com forward slash events, and I will look forward to seeing you later on this year. In the meantime, I want you guys to just uh, come before the Lord with me. I'm going to end this podcast in prayer, and uh, then we'll get back to it, all right? Heavenly Father, I thank you so much, Lord, for the freedom that we enjoy in the United States of America. And indeed, uh, I know even our friends over in Europe, in many places, Father, where we have freedom, uh, we thank you. Father, I pray especially for our country right now, Father, for what's happening here in the United States, the incredible division, the vitriol, the hate, uh, the frustration that we see that is being wrongly played out in our country. Father, I pray that you would help us as believers to be salt and light, that we would uh, rightly divide your word, that we would read it with discernment, that we would have compassion on people around us, but that we would not sacrifice truth on the altar of mercy. Lord, I thank you so much for the men and women who write to me every day over at the podcast and and uh, are being encouraged to grow in your word. I pray that you would strengthen us, Father, in your word so that we can strengthen first our children and then have an impact as salt and light in the culture around us. I thank you for what you're doing, Father, and we look forward to what you'll continue to do as we grow in the knowledge of your word. We love you and we praise you for, uh, for we just thank you, Father, for the United States of America this 4th of July. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for listening, everybody. Hope you guys have a fantastic 4th of July. Don't eat too many hot dogs and Polish dogs. And uh, I hope that you, it's a, a wonderful day that you can give thanks for our nation and make a renewed commitment to walking in right relationship with the Lord. I'll see you back here on Friday. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com. <laughs>